You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tony Romo and Jim Nance on the call of Super Bowl 58 on CBS last night. Chiefs over the Niners 25-22. In overtime, we start to peek ahead to next year already because when better to bet futures than, well, when it's well into the future. It is BetQL Daily. Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth will also recap all of the props, both the on-field props and off-the-field props uh, throughout the second hour here on BetQL Daily. Be sure to take us with you inside your Odyssey app and, of course, watch on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Joining us as he does every Monday morning at 10 Eastern, our guy, Odyssey NFL insider and co-host of BetMGM Game Day, Jason LaConfora. Morning, Jason. Um, we hit Chiefs. Uh, we hit that. Yeah. The total, depending on what you liked, may have come just under the total for you, depending on how you played it. But Patrick Mahomes solidifies his legend, third MVP in his first uh, six seasons in the NFL. This is officially a Chiefs dynasty now with three rings in five years. And, I, I mean, the, Kyle Shanahan just can't break through the glass ceiling. That is no. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we spend hours breaking these games down, right, and going through our process and re, you know, double-checking it and going through it again. And my immediate knee-jerk handicap to this game ended up being buttressed by my research. And not to say that this wasn't a toss-up, and if Moody makes that extra point, maybe it goes a different way. But there's a reason that I – and Moody had the game of his life. But there's a reason why I trust Butker and Dave Tobe more than I trust the San Francisco kicker and special teams coordinator. There also was a special teams gaffe on a return, right? That was huge. Like the the – Who's been there, done it before stuff matters. Um, I liked Kansas City. I mean, you just go surface level. They're 13 and three, Reed and Mahomes in the playoffs. They're 12 and five against the spread. Who had the tougher road? Them on the road in the AFC or San Francisco barely surviving, you know, lesser teams at home in the lesser conference? Like Andy Reed versus Kyle Shanahan. Come on now. You know, like. All things being close to equal, I like the Chiefs. So I, the, the way I bet this game was I bet Kansas City plus two. I bet Kansas City plus two and a half. I bet Kansas City money line. I bet Kansas City over 23 and a half points. Um, I didn't like any totals other than that. We talked about it, Chris, on our show. Like that 47 and a half never moved. It was so snug. So who do I think's winning the game? Mm-hmm. Kansas City. Do I think they've got to get to 24 to win the game? Yes, I had this game capped 27-23. Kansas City. That was my correct score prediction. Um, you know, 27-23, 27-24. I, I, I sprinkled a little bit on both. I was a little off on that. I was way off on the rushing uh, 
aspect of this game. But the rest of the stuff, I was pretty on. Um, kicker's playing a big role. Uh, a lot of the ancillary props, use check over longest reception, use check over receiving yards. Uh, Noah Gray to get the two receptions like he's done for me all through the playoffs. Um, but the rushing stuff, you know, was, was – wasn't what I thought it was going to be. At least that Pacheco uh, carries prop went over, but obviously not the anytime touchdown and not the yards. And Kyle does what Kyle does. He, he takes the ball out of the hands of the running back at critical junctures. And he pretty much conceded the second and third quarters in that regard. And you can't let Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes run 80 plays on you. If they run 80 plays on you, you're going to lose, son. Like, you got to know that. And he still doesn't seem to know that. And even though Kansas City wasn't very successful in the red zone yesterday, you can't give them short fields. And you gave them a couple of fumbles. And you miss Ayuk in the end zone. And there's the botched extra point that could have changed things late. We, we brought this up a couple of weeks ago after the Baltimore game. But does this feel like the Patriots? Does it feel like... Mm-hmm. The, the opposition, yeah. they see Reed, they see Mahomes, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. This one to me is even more diabolical because the way I thought this would play out, especially talking to people in the Ravens organization after that championship game, they're like, these dudes are like Duke when it was Leitner and Coach K and that crew. And they come in all smiles, right? And they're everybody's all Americans and they butter up the officials. And then they start jabbing you in the back of your kneecaps <laughs> when you're not looking. And it's an elbow to the ribs when nobody else is looking, right? And they get you out of your game. The crazy thing for me in this game was the Chiefs were in their own heads. The Chiefs were taking the silly penalties. The Chiefs are throwing helmets on the sidelines. The Chiefs have, you know, Kelsey out of his mind running into Big Red. Like, so I'm thinking, wait a minute, maybe, maybe, maybe like the enemies from within on this one. But in this, you knew 30 minute halftime, right? They're probably going to recalibrate. And they did. And then it's the 49ers making the unforced errors. You know, Joe, to your point of, Watching a return sequence, um, you know, taking themselves out of the run game, right? Like like conceding time of possession. You had a chance to really uh, run that Chiefs D-line ragged more than even they did because, again, missed passes, too much on Purdy, not enough on McCaffrey in the middle portion of that game, which you've got to manage. And all that came back to bite them. But it was astonishing to me watching the Chiefs kind of be their own worst enemy. And I'm thinking maybe the weight of back-to-back has got to them. Maybe that's their kryptonite. No, that wasn't their yeah. kryptonite. So that's a long-winded way of saying, ain't nothing stopping them now. Like, you've got to get your shots in on them when you can. Because over the next – I mean, Mahomes, is a, he's going to probably play to his late 30s. Like, he's chasing <laughs> Brady. He's not going to stop chasing Brady until he gets damn close. So he might have 10 more years of this. Like – yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome to see. I was also impressed with Brock Purdy and his performance. At one point, I'm like, wow, Mahomes has an interception and Purdy doesn't. I would have thought the opposite would have taken place. What was your assessment of Brock Purdy and how do you rate him moving forward? Yeah, look, I, I think for a first time in the Super Bowl, it could have gone more sideways. I thought he'd throw a pick. Um, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, I, I think they... 
You know, I wonder how healthy Debo was coming into that game. Um, I didn't see a lot of three verts, you know, and really trying to attack that secondary. Now, I also know Spags was going to let them run the ball if they wanted to run the ball. He was not mm-hmm. going to concede the big play. They were they were going to mix up their coverages, quarters, cover six, um, and make them and make them earn it on the ground. So that probably had something to do with it. But like there wasn't, you know, it wasn't a ton of dynamic throws. Like he seemed to me to be a fairly rudimentary approach that they took. Um, I mean, there was one spell he was, you know, he wasn't very good on third down, right? Like that's, that's a reality. And his offensive line isn't great. I thought Chris Jones would be a major factor in that game. It's not going to show up in terms of sacks, but critical pressures, critical second downs and third downs where you know they're probably throwing. Could he get that kid off the spot and make him a little erratic? Uh, but yeah, look, he was fine. He wasn't great. You know, he, he wasn't going to will them to victory. He wasn't putting them on the back. It wasn't a ton of, oh, my God, you know, jaw drop and dropping throws. And frankly, I'm surprised he didn't activate his legs a, a, a teeny bit more. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL insider with us here on BetQL Daily. You bring up the pressure. They did dial up the pressure a little bit more on Purdy in the second half. And he didn't struggle against it necessarily, but he didn't thrive against it either and take advantage of it the way he had against some teams earlier in the year, especially Green Bay and Detroit in the playoffs. Let's talk about the decision Shanahan made to take the ball in overtime, Jason, because that's a big point of discussion this morning as well. Um, I understand the logic of wanting to get the ball third in a sudden death situation if you trade scores, but my beef with it is you don't know if there's going to be a third possession, Kyle. You'd much rather be the second team and know what you have to do, and the Chiefs knew what they had to do. They don't go for it on fourth down in that situation where Mahomes scrambles for the first, unless they know they have to get the first down there, which they knew because, well, the Niners had already gone down and kicked a field goal. I mean, I think he botched it. I didn't understand it in real time. And then the more reading you do of what's coming out of the 49ers locker room, Andy Reid started practicing these situations in the training camp, and they spent weeks making sure and reinforcing that everybody understood that not if, but when, when we get to the playoffs, these are the rules and this is how it changes. And this is what it can be like in a Super Bowl. And here's why, if we get the choice, we're letting them have, you know, we're, we're, we're letting them have the ball. San Francisco, I've read stories coming out of there. Oh, we didn't realize the rules changed till we saw it on the board. Like, so if that's the case, like if you want to tell me Kyle Shanahan's playing chess, Right, and he just kept all that away from them because I got it. Then you better have it, bro. Then the answer better be I didn't tell them anything different because if we win, the other team's going to get the ball, and then it all takes care of itself. We know what we need to do to win the game. If you're going second, it's all before you. But so wait, you don't practice it, you don't tell them, you don't emphasize it, and you decide that the third possession might be the most possession of the season, most important possession of the season. I, I, I. And if you have the number one power ranked team, right, and we're the big bad 49ers and we're, we're better than you offensively and defensively, then why not just let them <laughs> – what is the difference with units on the field? Let's see if we can stop them. Let's, let's, let's let it play out. I mean, I can tell you this, Andy Reid and those guys, they're loving how it played out. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like – uh, I, I can't back him in big spots. I, I just, I can't, Right. I won't, you know, I'm still pissed. My green Bay money line didn't hit cause it should have uh, <laughs> three weeks ago. 
Like they, you know, they all right, they they got bailed out by Darnell Savage and their kicker in that one. But like I, I just don't I don't I I I there are reasons to wonder about him when it's all on the line. I mean, nobody blows postseason leads like him. It's uncanny. Yeah. Four, five years, gets to the final four four times, still hasn't broken through. And it felt like he was playing for sudden death. Like, oh, new rules? Not Let's play for sudden death. We found, he found a new way to lose. Um, looking ahead to next year, Jason, these two teams at the very top, BetMGM's uh, Super Bowl 59 odds. You have San Francisco plus 500, KC plus 750. Then it's the Ravens, the third favorite at plus 850. Now we get into double digits. The Bills and Lions, both 12 to 1. Cincinnati 14 to 1, Cowboys 16 to 1. I know you're not going to go with uh, Jerry there. Uh, <laughs> any teams uh, that come to mind when looking ahead to next season? You know, when I, I did spend, I mean, only about 15 minutes looking at this, but the team that jumped out to me was Green Bay, right? Because, like, I know who they are. They know who they are. They operate a certain way. It's been tried and true. They're a young ascending team. Like, are they going to think that they're like one right guard away from the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? And blow all their money on a stupid free agent contract? No. Like, are they going to chase waterfalls? No. Do they draft and develop as well as anybody? Yes. Do they tend to do really well in the draft? Yes. You've already got the quarterback. They need to rework the offensive line some. But, like, I'm looking at who could go to Santa Clara and beat Kyle and with probably an assist from Kyle beating himself. Like, they're, they're, they were in that mix for me this – Four weeks ago. So, of course, they're in that mix for me now. Um, You know, versus like a Cincinnati where it's like, I like a lot about them, right? But like, Mm -hmm. how's that owner going to handle this? Like, is Higgins really coming back? You know what I mean? Are they going to get the deal done with Jamar Chase? And if they do, does that mean they're not spending on anybody else? I just feel like I know Green Bay. I've seen Green Bay organizationally in situations like this with an ascending quarterback on his rookie deal. It's worked really well for them. That, you know, that kind of payout, uh, they were 16 to one. Like I got a little extra money sitting in my account right now. I'll probably, I'll probably put it on that. Before we let you go, I know we're running out of time. Is there anything else from whether it's the Super Bowl or looking ahead to next year that, you know, really stands out to you? Well, this, this quarterback class is going to be pretty pretty interesting. And I think four will go in the top 10. I think six could go in the top 30. You know, we'll see about the Bo Nix and where people are on him. You know, the Penix medicals is one team. Um, I I think quarterbacks are going to dominate this draft. I think they'll go one, two, three, again, at least four in the top 10. And then which ones are ready to play, you know, and which aren't. Um, Is there a Chase Young in this group? I'm sorry, Chase Young. Is there a Bryce Young in this group? Is there a CJ Stroud (laughs) in this group? And if one of them can play DN and be a quarterback, then even then all the best. Yeah. If we get a Bryce Young and a Chase Young and the same guy, great. That's a hell of a combo. Yeah. I'm rooting for that guy. (laughs) Jason Lockenfora, enjoy Oriole spring training. I think it starts in two days. Let's go, Uh, baby. Yeah. The offseason lays ahead of us now, and we start to look to see what teams will do talk about the quarterbacks uh but going throughout the spring and into the summer for next year in super bowl 59 thanks again for the time man thanks guys thanks for having me
Thanks, Jason. Absolutely. Odyssey NFL insider Jason LaConfora. A little bit later in the show, third and final hour, we will kick around some of the teams that we like. Maybe Green Bay is one of them for Super Bowl 59. Early look-ahead lines on that, as well as the rest of the 2024 NFL schedule. MVP is up in some spots as well. But coming up next, from Usher's nipples to the color of the Gatorade. Oh, yeah, and some things on the field as well. We talk props right here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. <coughs> it's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. Grandma was not at the party last night, so I didn't get to hear her explain whether she understood love in this club or not thankfully welcome back into betql daily presented by bet mgm alongside aaron hawksworth and joe ostrowski we're going over everything that happened last night in the chiefs victory in super bowl 58 uh we can get to game props maybe in a second but let's start with the fun stuff let's yeah. start with the uh the ant well we already talked anthem prop joe has decided he is out on all gingers not just reba mcintyre um <laughs> But she brought me here. No, I'm I'm done she with her. I'm you. I'm serious. I'm done with her. And like, what is she doing with her career? Like, she's also got this lifetime. It's it falls under TV and movie. I don't know. It's called Reba McIntyre's The Hammer. Like, what, what are we doing, Reeves? I don't know what that means. I think it's a court. It's actually know, a court thing. So that's why I took it. Aren't you? Yeah. Nope. I'm out. Um, Aaron, <laughs> aside from the anthem bets that we, we Joe will not let go of until probably next year's Super Bowl anthem bets, um, we got – and I got hammered at, at uh, by everyone at our Super Bowl party for this one. The Taylor Swift mm-hmm. overs absolutely crushed. We ended up getting like eight oh. or nine cutaways to Taylor Swift during the game. Yeah, that, that seems Doesn't... like a good one. I mean, just what counted as the first song officially 
because I did okay. hear my way, but it was like for a one or two seconds, so I wasn't sure if that counted. Yeah, so we've seen this in the part. past. See, I did. So we've seen this in the past where, was it Gaga? I don't remember which one. It was like two notes of a song mm-hmm. and then cutting to something else. So do you, what yeah. counts? So Yeah. Either way, the over eight and a half was the easiest bet ever. No matter what it is, you just, mm-hmm. just bet it. I think it was 11 songs, but what was interesting was, okay, so like Burn, he played Burn, but there were elements of Nice and Slow within that song. So which song, what are we counting exactly? Like there, yeah, yeah, there are elements of You Don't Have to Call in Caught Up. So, but I I think they're going by, you've got to do a song for like at least 10 to 15 seconds for it to count okay and if you go if you go that way it was think, 11 and it, it was an easy, easy over how about just thoughts on the performance like the the nip thing was so easy <laughs> i couldn't believe that was plus money i think earlier in the week it was like two to one and then it closed like a little plus money like you knew at some point he was going to take his shirt off you knew it yes and then it, it was like yeah. a, a strip tease going on more a little bit more a little bit more and then boom there it goes but it wasn't long. I noticed a lot of people on social media, I because I immediately went to comment sections and did not yeah. like the performance. But I've got to wonder, uh, how old are these people? Because if you're my right. age and you're a female, you are all for it. It was so nostalgic. I was on my feet yeah. dancing. Um, oh, my God. You know, I had a good time. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. It's a little, I hate to admit it. But it's funny because not that long ago, we would say, oh, this one's for the old people. This one's for the old people. Well, guess what? The younger generation said, this one's for the old people. It was for us. It it was for our generation for the most part. I listened to the junkies who were in their 50s and their producers are our age. And they were like, you old farts. They all hated it. It, it. So if you're 10 years older, you don't like it. But if you're our age, you like it. I don't know. They were probably Who never an usher, though. It was for me. At the time. They were like, yeah. <laughs> but see, no, this, this, this was. Rock guys. I don't even have to ask. It, you can tell. The, like, they they love yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Like, you know, that's <laughs> old sports writers. They all love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Every single one of them. <laughs> I saw him once in Cleveland in 85. It's amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, you're right. I, no, I see, So this feeds into the whole loop about um the, like the jj watt hair this was very it was very 2002 ish 2004 ish right yeah. between the jj watt uh crazy hair between the 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 halftime show it was right in that sweet spot especially luda and little john coming out at the end which i think Ooh. we all knew was gonna happen right yeah, like but yeah. that alicia was keys? i thought they nailed it alicia oh, keys baby. was I she, mean, her alicia voice keys. cracking <laughs> like come on did you I'll, notice I'll say, that a couple times? I was I was yeah. not hearing the voice. Um, I the <laughs> I'll say this about the mute. performance. There was <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be annoyed with the voice. Um, there it was. It became. I'm like, okay, this is what the Vegas show is like. After the first couple songs, right? Like you could tell. Like mm-hmm. this is probably what the Vegas show is. I thought it was a slow start. I would not have gone with my way at the beginning, but what he clearly did is he saved all the bangers for the end. And then he, he ended with, yeah, yeah which is what everybody, mm-hmm. everybody liked. It, it was a slow start, but then boom, kind of like the game, right? 
Once he got into yeah, the flow a little bit, true. took a little well, bit. Did anybody? And then, did anybody and then actually terrific. bet first song? Because um, I'd love to know, know if what what paid out. Like, did caught up pay out? Yeah. Or did my is way. that what? Okay. So no, that's, that's I think good. my way. So how? Where I've seen it listed, they put my way as the intro. But is that first song? It's a fair question. It is. It sounds. Yeah. This is but like one thing I did learn is just by looking at his Vegas residency where he always opened up with my way. And then I looked at his mm-hmm. Instagram and saw the white and, you know, thought he's going to want to pop. Like, obviously, if you wear a dark color, you might blend in a little bit and you want to stand out from whatever's behind you. So I thought it helped a little bit, but I don't know if that carries over year to year. Maybe I just got lucky, you know. And the roller, yeah. can we address the, the the elephant in the room, the roller skating bit? Like, oh yeah, that was that was another flashback. Like for our generation, like generations after ours don't really like I, roller roller skating rinks aren't a big thing anymore across America, are they? I don't think so. They still exist in little tiny pockets here and there. But like, yeah. when we were kids, you would get invited to a birthday party, and it would be at a roller skating rink, and you would go, and that would. Those were roller blades. Those were old school roller skates. And Usher was out there doing a halftime show in freaking roller skates. I know. Are you going to grab her hand and skate around right. the, the oval? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a big move. That, that was a big move. No, I, we've got – I'm actually supposed to go to a roller <laughs> skating you. party for some, something in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> that my wife wow. put together for the school. I'm like – the place smells. It stinks like I need video. I really like, hope I we're thinking of the same place, Joe. I really do. I mean, how I many know. are there? It is the worst say, place the, ever. There's one horrible <laughs> little one in this horrible little smells. town that's right outside stink. of Chicago. It's awful. It's a terrible place. I walked in there once. I didn't roller skate. I'm like, I need to get out of here. It's just, There's it's an like, equally horrific dive bar on. right next to it too, but I would recommend going well, to that bar for the. Oh, it's it's amazing. Oh, you need it. Okay, I need details on this one. Just All smells right. like black mold and feet. Um, yeah, that's yes. pretty much every roller skating rink in America, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we got Purple Gatorade. Purple Gatorade hit. Oh, it was all over blue. Uh, again. There you go. Just like purple last Gatorade year. Gatorade again. It was yep, purple. Purple Gatorade is like the go-to color now. Big fan. Great. Gotta have yeah. it. I love green. Jake hates it. I like it too. Drinking some right now. When, I, okay. I don't hate grape Gatorade. Purple Gatorade. Riptide Rush one. is a great Gatorade. Grape as a flavor overall is exceptionally average, and we don't you need have, to whoa. make it a big you, thing. You have Dimatap flashbacks, probably. That's what that is. Like, you're scarred for something. That stuff was yeah. delicious. <laughs> that was right. There was a, but that purple no, drink. No lie. No lie. When I was 10 years old, I was worried I was addicted to great Dimatap for a little bit. It's because great. that stuff was good. That, yes. that smacked. Yeah, I'd ask my mom for more, and she'd be like, no, this is the kind of thing you get more of. You're, you're not sick anymore. Go to bed. No, but my head, I have a fever. I think, <laughs> no. So you've had yeah. great Dimatap seven nights in a row, you junkie. What's wrong with you? Go to bed. Instead, now we give them melatonin in different forms. Sure, take a gummy. Yeah. We have no problem with that. Yeah, that's what, oh, melatonin, naturally occurring substance. It's not like I'm feeding my kid great Dimatap like I was hooked yep. on when I was 10. 
it's better. No, no problem at all. <laughs> so those were the the fun, the novelty props. As for the actual game props, where do we want to do? Do we want to start on the Niners side? Because I mentioned it earlier. Purdy just barely hits his rushing prop, right? 12 rushing yards, I think it was, on the 11-and-a-half number. Well, it all it did go to 12-and-a-half, so that was interesting. Okay. So if you got it, it open, late, you're, you're screwed. It, okay, so, man, you're so good at this. It opened 10-and-a-half. Everybody talked about it all week. It went up to 12-and-a-half. It goes to 12. And rushing attempts was 3-and-a-half. He had three. It's just, come on. Three for twelve with the, yeah, yeah, they were they were all over it, um, and that was it, the most bet prop too. I think at BetMGM anyway was Purdy's rushing yards. So well, again, depending on where you got it, you either got it just in time or you got you got absolutely hosed. And speaking of them nailing it, uh, McCaffrey rushing attempts goes over in overtime. So they were they were on that. I know a lot of sharp betters are betting the under. They get screwed in overtime. And we talked a lot about Ayuk. He goes under on receptions. He goes, I think, just barely under on receiving yards. Uh, the, the Debo ones went under, both receptions, mm-hmm. receiving yards. Kittle way under. Uh, big credit to the Chiefs secondary, right? Like, basically every Niners receiver went under, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Except what for else? Juice. Not juice. Yes, there Not, you go. That was right? one of my favorites. Like second play of the game, 18-yard reception. That was yep. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's pat ourselves on the back for the ones that we hit. Why not? Uh, like Debo and Kittle. I think I hit I, I hit both of those on receptions. Aaron mentioned Kyle Juszczyk. Oh, I was on the hit opposite hit on the side of Debo for the sake yeah, of transparency over. here. <laughs> yeah. I took an L uh, on Debo. Christian McCaffrey, uh, the touchdown prop that that we that really made a ton of sense when we talked to Joel Galan about it on Thursday or Friday was, hey, mm-hmm. you want to get positive money out of this? Do not just take the anytime touchdown; take the first half touchdown, and bang, we get that as well uh, in the second quarter. So good call by Jill on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't. Kelsey goes over in receiving yards. Mahomes over in rushing yards. I mean, in a big way, 66, including that fourth down scramble. Um, mm-hmm. But but you're right. They absolutely nailed a couple of these, Joe. Just absolutely nailed them. Okay, so we talked about the idea of Juwan Jennings being the MVP. He was a co-favorite at one point very late in the game. I Just the way it went at the very, very end. I know you had the fumble early, but I think if the Niners win, McCaffrey's the MVP. He ended up with yeah. 80 yes, rushing yards, 80 receiving yards, 30 touches, 30 touches. And he ends up getting into the end zone. He was the first touchdown. Yeah, I think I think he ends up getting it. I think he would have as well. And I think all of us liked that. Um, the best value Plus for our player that we all thought was yeah. very likely um, to hit. So, yeah, I think if the Niners won, it would have been CMC. Yeah, again, there was a time there in the second half, in particular the third quarter, where I'm, I, I think I even texted it on our group text. I was like, who is the Niners MVP right now? But, you know, McCaffrey did come back around late in the game after Shanahan remembered that he existed. 
Um, and to your point, Joe, <laughs> combined total yards over 150. I mean, that's that's enough to get you an MVP if your team ends up pulling it out in the end. Jawan Jennings, yes, first player to throw and catch a touchdown uh, in the Super Bowl. So that would have had some novelty effect to maybe the MVP voting had McCaffrey not come back around. Jennings, I'm sure, would have got uh, a, a good number of votes anyway. We didn't end up mm-hmm. seeing the fan vote that we thought was going to play out in this thing end up being a part of it, though, because, right. you know, even though Kelsey had the catches, no touchdowns, I think, was a big a big part of him not getting any significant consideration. Well, well, the other, I know the rushing, but what else, the other part that made it easy for the Mahomes vote was the two touchdown passes were to Hardman and MVS. If Kelsey had, he's knocking on 100, he catches 9 of 10 targets, right? Um, huge reason they have the big run in the second half. I'll agree on that. Set him up for that that field goal to force it. If he has, if Kelsey has one of the touchdowns, do you think he has a chance? Yeah. Does he win it? Yeah. Maybe with some fatigue, Maybe. like Mahomes fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think he had a shot, but he had to get in the end zone at some point, and that was the only way. Yeah. A couple other props to touch on. Uh, we'll pat some people on the back uh, for something we talked about last week. And one of our colleagues, we got to take him to task because he had it. It was right there in the palm of his hand. We're going to call out the glass man next. We love you, PJ. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. I think that's the last time anybody used the word jabroni with any level of sincerity. But there's Travis Kelsey postgame. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM is live coast to coast on the BetQL network alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack in the final hour of the show. So starting in about 20 minutes or so, we will start to look ahead to the 2024 NFL season. Uh, Early MVP odds are posted. And, of course, futures for Super Bowl 59 are up as well. A couple things we wanted to touch on, though, as we were having a conversation about props. One is we had a fairly extensive conversation a couple times last week, Joe, about kicking, right? This was going to be a kicking Super Bowl. Uh, And if you took the total yardage, which we talked about last week, if you took the number of field goals, if you took a missed kick, uh, maybe not a missed field goal, but a missed kick of any kind, then you had a pretty good Super Bowl. Butker with four field goals, Moody with three, but obviously the missed extra point. Longest field goal goes way over the 47 and a half. And again, the total yardage hit as well. It feels like, um, to what you were just talking about, it feels like Jabroni's had a bit of a comeback, right? Like I've heard is it. Is it a comeback? Or is that everything? Just Kelsey yeah. Kelsey? I I've heard it Jabroni. elsewhere. It's- Hilarious. Yeah, big fan of Jabroni. Any any rock <laughs> reference, I think, is good. It's like anything that, it, like like the uh, Watt hair as well. We talked about Usher, right. thirty years. Everything nineties. A lot of nineties documentaries over the last year. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, people. well, the nineties. You guys come back from vacation. In. Yeah, if you mm. guys come back from vacation and I have the frosted tips again and the backwards upside down visor, I mean, we can just do. Like a 2000s day, one day on BetQL. Okay, we can do that this summer. Oh, boy. 2000s. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm not man. wearing cargo pants because I refuse to wear any pants on this show. Okay, so I'm not going <laughs> to give in there or the corduroys. Um, the yeah, the kicking props, man. We were all over. I know Jake bet a million of them, and it, it felt like they all hit. Like which one missed? The field goals made was one and a half for both kickers. Longest field goal in the game. Yes, it hit. It hit early, and in fact, both of them. Each kicker went over the longest field goal of the game, which was 47 and a half. Like that, that was a no doubter. They each had one into the 50s. Um, each team to have a field goal of at least 33 yards was like stealing money. Over three and a half field goals. I think that was plus 130 last week. Uh, we bet that. I was big on the yardage of made field goals. It was set at 115 and a half. I looked yesterday, like, hey, is there anything I should be betting last minute? That was priced up to 120 and a half. Guys, the yardage like doubled what the number was set yeah. at with, with all the field goals yesterday. It was it was insane. The KC yardage was 63 and a half. I bet over that. San Francisco uh, kicking yardage was 57 and a half yards over that. It's like if you bet kicking props over, yes, you, you did an awesome job in the Super Bowl. Like that could have saved you if otherwise you had a rough day. Yeah, I think if I have one takeaway, I was more conservative this Super Bowl than I was last year. So it was, I didn't bet any of the kicking. I love the idea. I just really didn't get around to it. And yeah, I was yeah. kind of kicking myself, no pun intended, yesterday. Like, why didn't I just bet this? Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, same. I was too busy wasting time betting Taylor Swift props, none of which hit for me. Um, because I'm a big dummy, um, as I've had repeated to me by family multiple times in the last 18 hours. Wait, how um, many did you bet? Just oh, two, but, actually. But oh, it, it, which? Just, it was just, uh, I was really annoyed that she didn't wear number 87 or a Kelsey. Like, especially after she had uh, Usechek's wife make her the jacket a couple weeks ago. I was like, she's yeah. got to show up with a well, Kelsey something on. She did have that jacket, though. Like, she took it off, it was, but... That didn't well, count. but it didn't, didn't it have, have an 87, 87 on, on it. it? No, oh, okay. No. Just like a random number on it. I don't know. And yeah, and so, then I had like the under on appearances too, which got crushed. Okay, help me out. What, were they rotating which friends got to sit next to Taylor throughout? Because know. every camera shot, it was a different mix. Sometimes Blake's lively. Sometimes Ice Spice. Sometimes uh, McCaffrey's girlfriend. It was just like all, it just kept changing up there it felt like that was by design okay you, you think they bought the time way, this the who got spice, to sit next to her ice spice was a lot up there a lot like what that was just random wasn't expecting that i i had to like google her um now i'm really feeling oh cool. really and then i was like oh i've oh. heard this song yeah but i really had no idea who she was i only knew about her because my daughter said someone in her class uh, a boy said he was going to be Ice Spice for Halloween, and I said, "I he's got to be joking. Like that's that's not a thing." Oh wow! <laughs> not, and then, then I had to Google what? it, and I'm like, "Wait, who's Ice Spice? What does that mean?" That, that's how I found I, out. I loved Ryan Reynolds saying, "Has anyone seen my wife?" See my I thought wife. that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, did he? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but this. I, this I is like quickly becoming, yeah, yes. She it, looked better than Taylor. I thought Taylor looked hot, look, and oh. I usually don't think that of her. She looked okay. really good. Yeah, she looked good. Best look Absolutely. I've seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I mean, there, this is how I know that maybe this is, you know, 
So full disclosure, behind the curtain peak at BetQL Daily, we had a meeting last week, right? Like we sat around and talked about stuff for post-football season. There may be a segment idea in there somewhere, executive producer Paul Aspen, that involves like the BetQL Daily old folks home, where we realize we're getting old because (laughs) dot, dot, dot. We don't know who Ice Spice is. Or, or oh, let me pull categories from like TikTok or Twitter, and I just present them to you guys and see if you know them. (laughs) I do not want to be any part of this. This It's gonna kill my dating game. (laughs) No, I I, I think you're fine. (laughs) I think you'll be just fine. It's gonna kill your dating game. Oh, she didn't know Ice Spice. (laughs) I'm not going out with her. She don't know Ice Spice. Forget about it. You don't. Yeah. Hit the bricks, lady. But yeah, it could be funny. <laughs> Jake can, can tee us up on things. I would, it I would just turn to. into Jake mocking us for 15 minutes, but that's fine. I too. have never that done that once, sir. Nope. Not for a second. Uh, what else? We didn't get a two-point attempt, right? I don't, I don't no. recall one. No. Yeah. That, no work. That was good. one. San Francisco, not all year. I think KC only did it once, and then we didn't get it in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Second half, more scoring than the first half. That was 34 to 13. <laughs> these yeah. these wow. Super Bowls just go crazy. I bet that every year when we did our you know top five bets for the Super Bowl, I mentioned second half higher scoring. It usually ends up hitting. Most yeah, years. the fourth quarter ended up hitting as the highest scoring quarter, too, which we had talked about yep. late last week. I, I, you know, if we Joe turn one of those it. field goals into a touchdown in the second quarter, um, you know, obviously it's a different story. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Both coaches playing conservatively in the first half. That's what we got. One thing that was talked about by someone, our good friend, the glass man, PJ Glasser, <laughs> talked at length about betting – the to go to overtime prop, which was out there and was like, what was it? Like 11 to 1, 12 to 1? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It was a really nice number. And Paul checked in with him at one point last night to ask if he had actually bet it or not. This was late in the fourth quarter and was told. That was me. No. With five minutes left you in the game. In? I okay. te- yeah, I texted PJ and I was like, uh, uh, did you bet overtime? <laughs> He's like, no. That's brutal. Brutal. That That's is his uh, brand. He bets yeah, it for everything. Gotta lean Literally, in on every game during the NCAA tournament, he bets that there will be overtime. And he, he must have had enough. Maybe just lost some money or something and gave up because I'm shocked. This was going to be a tight game. Listen, on, Peach. I'm going to come off like I'm jealous or something. But, yeah, he tweeted us last night during the game that he didn't bet it. And I'm I'm very disappointed in the young lad. Like, this guy, he's going to be a star. Like, he's bringing stars on his show. He's bringing Bill Burr on. He had Annie Agar on the other day. Like, the man's making moves, okay, on Send It In on a daily basis. But he's established this brand as the overtime guy. And I feel like the last three times I'm like, Paige, your bet, man. Did you do it? It's been a no. I appreciate the honesty, but I'm also disappointed in him a little bit. So I don't know if this is still his brand. It's not. Maybe he's trying uh, to make a change. Associ- I don't think we can associate him with the overtime bet anymore. But I liked I it's referencing it. I liked doing it. <laughs> 
I think we could carry on. Just the bit. keep asking him. Yeah, just okay. keep asking him for That's every game if he's bet over yeah. time. Yeah. Well, okay. and what will happen now is poor PJ will start betting it more than ever. And we'll go on a cold streak of nothing going to overtime. <laughs> we'll have like no overtime games in the NCAA tournament, and he'll have betted in half the games. And it just this is this is not going to turn out well for him. This is a system play that needed to be made, and he he swung and missed. Yep, for sure. Um, oh, we should mention squares because a lot of people are playing squares. Oh, and yes. I thought it was interesting what happened. So the first quarter, you get nothing. So zero zero wins. That means everybody that had that, you also get the reverse. And then the same square hit for the second and third quarters. So if you had KC three, San Francisco zero, you were sitting pretty. And then because of what happened with the overtime, what people thought was a group of terrible numbers ended up with the biggest hit of the night. If you had KC five, San Francisco two. So I thought that that was kind of interesting what was happening with squares. It was all the all the easy numbers early, one square won a couple times, and then the the obnoxious five two square takes it all. Yeah, five two is not nobody looks at five two, Aaron, and says, Oh yeah, that's the one I'm gonna hit. No. Right. That's but then you look up at the end I, and you're like, Okay. I'll take I it. I got distracted with Jake's horny messages. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I was very confused so, what he was saying. Maybe we can revisit what was going on there. At first, I didn't know what he was asking for. And I just He wants questions. to be hit by Pretty a much bus. Every, every woman <laughs> or a lot Being of women are on the show. Young and you know what? To be hit, hit by a yeah, bus yeah. by them. And yeah, yeah. Blake Lively, but, Annie Agar, who but else? Aaron, we're, we're constantly else, being called out by him. Oh, you guys are too horny. Oh, bonk, bonk, bonk. You yeah. know, the typical 20-something thing. Oh, uh, they're above that. But then you, you take a peek at this man. Horned He's dog. hornier than Chris. me today. <laughs> Get a grip. Requesting light manslaughter of my own person is not horny, okay? Because why? Yeah, we know why. <laughs> Thank you, Daily. <laughs> <laughs>